Welcome to BIV Today. I'm reporter Tyler Orton. And today with us, it is John Hepburn. He is the CEO and scientific director of MyTax. It's a nonprofit dedicated to solving business challenges across Canada. Now, it's a national organization, but its head office is at the University Endowment Lands next to Vancouver. And John joins us to discuss a new initiative pairing up business students with companies hit hard by the pandemic. John, I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the program today. Well, thanks for your interest. This is... uh... It's a good program, so I'm happy to talk about it. Well, let's talk about it. this MyTax Business Strategy Initiative. It's deploying students, uh, notably from UBC Sauter School of Business, to certain employers. Um, how does this program work, and what is the problem that you guys are trying to address right now? Well, I'll, I'll answer that question by going back to the beginning of the program. So basically, after the pandemic hit and we all got over our panic about how we were going to work from home and things like that, uh, Bob Helsley, who's a former colleague, I mean, I'm still notionally a faculty member at University of British Columbia. Bob Helsley got in touch, the dean of the Sauter School, in late April and said, look, we've got a problem. Um, we have a lot of very smart business students and we've got a lot of small and medium enterprises that are, you know, the small and medium enterprises don't quite know how to respond to what's going on around them. Not just the pandemic, but the economic collapse is too strong a word, but, you know, the economic troubles, the need to pivot in in the pandemic environment. And I think that our business students could help, as Bob Helsley speaking. And would you be willing, MyTax, to partner with us on a sort of a cost-sharing basis to put smart business students into small and medium enterprises uh, to help them develop a business strategy so that they can you know, not just survive, but prosper uh, in the current environment and, and what follows. So I said, great idea. Let's, uh, let's give it a shot. And we can probably do this with a couple of dozen students. You know, we have some resources, you have resources. Um, let's give it a try. Uh, the very next day, of course, we got uh, the announcement from Ottawa that we were being given a lot of federal money, uh, largely to help prevent a lost generation of students. Um, again, because of the pandemic, because of the economic uh, slowdown. And so we had money. And so we made the program national. It went from being a, what a clever idea we can do with Sauter School to being, let's do this as a national program. And we're on track to place more than a thousand of of these students this year, which is not bad considering that the program didn't exist before uh, May this, this past year. I'm thinking about it. I, I graduated uh, in 07, so it was uh, a year ahead of the, the financial crisis, but I had a, a year head start on getting that work experience, you know, building up my resume, even though there was uncertain economic times that I didn't know were going to be ahead for me at least. But uh, what is the feeling amongst a lot of these students when they, they are in school and there's a lot of economic uncertainty right now? Well, uh, you know. My youngest son is a PhD student, so uh, I'll, I'll tell you from his point of view, uh, there's a great deal of uncertainty. There's a great deal of concern, stress, depression, whatever level of, of angst you want to go to. And it is for the obvious reasons. I mean, these, these people have graduated or will graduate into a very uncertain environment. We know there's been a tremendous job loss in some sectors. And then in other sectors, there's been job growth. So it's, it's you know, how do we navigate this? And, you know, my tax is very proud of our ability to help 
give students the connections and the training they need to adapt to changes in the economy, to, to be part of the innovation economy. And that's, you know, that's what this business strategy internship is all about. It's one aspect of what we do. It's a new thing for us, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to play 17,000 interns this year. So, wow. so obviously these are companies that have this need that they have this desire to be able to pivot and to adapt mm-hmm. to what's going on. Is there such thing as like a, a typical company that is going to be matched up with a student? Is it from kind of a broad spectrum of, of different sectors? It's from a very broad spectrum of different sectors. We've helped restaurants. We've helped, you know, obviously tech companies. We've helped, basically, my tax is agnostic. You know, we're interested in helping companies innovate. And most of our business, frankly, is with small and medium companies. Uh, More than 70% of the companies we deal with are small and medium enterprises. A lot of them are small enterprises, meaning there are 50 or fewer people. So this program is designed, I mean, you know, we don't need to, to send business students. I mean, we're happy to send business students to tell us, but we don't need to. I mean, they can, they can afford their own, you know, they can hire consultants. They can get KPMG to come in and help them. You know, we're talking about small companies that, that you know, they can't afford to get KPMG to come in and help them develop a new business strategy. So for the students coming in, what are the expectations? Are they there to kind of deliver kind of that that brush, uh, that uh, breath of fresh air into the company's new ideas? Are, are there very specific parameters about what their duties might entail? Yeah, there are specific parameters in the sense that they, they need to retain their contact with the uh, sort of research and academic firepower back at their home institution. So in other words, it's not a job placement where the student leaves their post-secondary institution and goes and works with the company for four months and then goes back to school. Of course, that's partly what they do. But the internship is supervised by an academic supervisor. There's a connection with the broader talent base at the, if it's a business school at the university. Um, and so it's more, it's simultaneously helping the company solve its problems. It's training the student and it's creating a connection back to the university for you know further work if necessary. Other students will go in. Often, our interns will work for longer than four months. They'll go back or they'll stay for longer than four months. So it's it's basically giving the company through the student access to a broader knowledge base which exists at the post secondary institution. So it's not just a job, single company, single student. It's it's a bit bigger than that. Is there like a local example? I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, uh, but if not local, like what would be an example of one of these initiatives that you feel is just kind of really exemplifying what you guys are trying to accomplish here? Ah, now you're putting me on the spot. So uh, let me, I'm looking at my notes. You'll forgive me, but um, of course, (laughs) here we go. Here's a solder student uh, who was doing a master's of management. And he went to a consult. He was gonna. He was actually going to work with a consult local consulting firm, uh, Visa Global. Doesn't matter. But uh, and then the position couldn't be funded because you know the pandemic hit. The companies were terrified of their cash flow and and their cash reserves, and so it looked like his internship was going to be lost with this company. This program, the BSI, came and it was exactly to help companies like this small company. And so the internship was saved. 
because the company was now getting subsidized by the BSI program. Student benefited, the company benefited. So it was it was essentially to help the company with both online strategy and also with equity, diversity, and inclusion. You know, this is this is a an obvious and necessary big concern these days. And so the student was able to help them with both of those things. So that gives a flavor of what we do. But I know that we have, and I was looking for it on my notes, but I know that we have worked with, with restaurants to help them pivot. I mean, the restaurants obviously had to pivot enormously. So how do they get, how do they go from being an in-person sit-down service, fully packed to doing online catering and, and food delivery, right? Things like that. And so, you know, not-for-profits we've worked with. So across the board, we've been, we've been helping people, but it's all about, okay, suddenly the world has changed. How do we develop a strategy to cope with the world changing, right? In other words, do something that's quite different from what we've been doing up until now. So I'm just always curious about the mechanics of things as well. If I'm a business, if I'm a student, how, how do these companies and these individuals come together? Like, is there kind of a specific process involved here? The current process, because it had to get set up in a big hurry, you know, because we, as I say, we had, I had the conversation with Bob Helsley in late April and in May we were launching the program. I mean, within four weeks we were, you know, trying to place students. So that was done in partnership with the business schools. And so we reached out to business schools across the country and signed agreements with uh, dozens of them. We allocated a certain number of these internship slots to the, to the universities, to the business schools. And then we let them reach out to their local businesses and figure out where were, you know, good students to match with companies that needed help. This program given funding and government permission, because of course we, you know, we do things with, with taxpayers dollars in addition to, to the matching funds from industry. Um, if we're allowed to continue this program and we're very optimistic that we will into the coming year, it will be more of an application driven process where companies, we, my tax operates with um, business development professionals. We have more than 80 of them coast to coast, like literally from St. John's, Newfoundland, on through to uh, Victoria, British Columbia. And so these people go out, talk to companies, see what their issues are, what their problems are and how we can help them. And this is just, we've been doing it for 20 years now. And this is just another, it's a new aspect of how we can help companies innovate. So it's, it's new for us, but it uses, the old formula is we talk to companies, try and understand what their problems are so we don't start by saying, hey, how'd you like to hire an intern? We say, how can we help you? You know, we're here to help. And the business the, the business development people then connect the company with an appropriate academic researcher. And a student is identified who can uh, basically work in partnership with the company and the university. So that's that's our basic model. And that's what we'll be going forward with. Right now, the business strategy internships are done uh, through agreements with the business schools, but we're going to broaden the program. We're already talking with law schools about doing the same thing for intellectual property strategy, talking with marketing uh, departments about marketing strategies. So it's it's going to be a broader program, we hope, uh, with government support. Um, but yeah, we're, we and then companies can come looking for the help they need. 
I find it, look, I'm not saying anything um, mind blowing when I say it's a very unique time right now, but it is fascinating that there's all these accelerations of, of business trends. You know, we all had to learn how to work from home almost overnight if we weren't doing so before. What do you think about kind of these opportunities that even in, you know, these uncertain times, students are getting to work with these companies, help them with these accelerating trends, help inject new ideas. It just seems kind of such a unique opportunity that they're getting right now. It's a unique opportunity and, but more important, it's a necessary opportunity. Um, we do a lot of our work with, with advanced students, you know, masters, PhD, postdoctoral students. That's, that's been our, core business for a long time. And most of the interns that we place are, are that level. Even the business students are like the one that I talked about, masters of, of business administration, I mean, you know, or MBA students. The question is, are these students being trained for the sort of jobs that they're going to get? And the typical PhD student is often trained to become a professor, even though most PhD graduates will not become university professors. You know, they'll work in industry, they'll work for government, they'll work for a not-for-profit. And so we view our role as at my tax as twofold. It's to it's to give these students the extra skill, the extra professional skills they need so that they can work in a non-academic environment. And also through promoting innovation in, in companies, we're trying to create new jobs, you know, more jobs for students. I mean, Canada is not definitely punching way below its weight in innovation. We know that. And, you know, the endless reports get written on why is Canada, you know, so bad at innovation in our companies. We've got plenty of academic firepower. We've got great students. We've got lots of government money being spent on innovation. And part of the problem is that the companies just aren't, they don't realize sometimes the value of innovation. And, and my tax counts it as a great success when we send a PhD student out for an internship to solve a problem in a company and they suddenly realize, wow, you know, what a great addition to, to our workforce this PhD student was, even though it was on a temporary basis. And then maybe they hire that PhD student permanently because they realize that innovation is actually, and, and we know this, but we don't practice it. Innovation is the path to productivity and economic prosperity. Like I said, a lot of uncertainty right now, but I think it's just kind of great for us to shine the spotlight on these initiatives that are coming out of the pandemic and meant to kind of, yep. you know, businesses aren't going to change fundamentally. And it's good if, you know, we can have these young people right there on the ground with all of this. But um, for now, John, I, I just want to thank you for joining us today on BIV Today. Thank you very much for the interest. Pleasure to talk to you. Excellent. That's John Hepburn, he is the MyTax CEO and Scientific Director, and that is it for the show today. We will be back tomorrow, but until then, I'm Tyler Orton, and thank you for listening.